everybody. Welcome back. <laughs> we won't start like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. But kind of. Yeah, but like, hey, it's been it's been a bit. We're still here. We're still creating content. So this is the third episode of Greened Out Podcast. We have one more coming your way later, but for now, I think it's time we give you guys a life update. So as always, I'm one of your co-hosts, Maddie Hager. And I'm the other co-host, Tatiana. I think the first update we should give is about school and everything that's going on with that. So I feel like I really amped up my milestone happiness class the past couple of episodes and I talked about having two midterms and I finally finished my second midterm and it was online so it was was a relatively good time. I was super stressed out for it of course but it ended up okay so that's really exciting and then we have finals coming up and Right now we're in our spring break, but it's not really a spring break. It's just like, hey, you're burnt out. Here's a week to try to get back your mental health. But how are finals looking for you, Tat? I think I just have, most of my finals are group projects besides my two online classes. Um, So I'm not super worried. I think I'm just gonna knock those out next week. And then um, on finals week, I'm gonna try and get most of my stuff done beforehand so I can actually enjoy my technically spring break, but technically after finals break um, in Oregon. So I'm just gonna get everything done so I can enjoy Oregon. You definitely have a good head on your shoulders and I have a lot of group work too for my finals, which is interesting. Yeah, it's definitely a grind that we have to get through the rest of the semester, but it's almost done. So everybody can take a big deep breath And then we have after school time, which is summer. (laughs) I'm super pumped for summer. I'm gonna be working at the summer camp job that I've been at the last two years and COVID kind of messed up our budget a bit. So it's, it's gonna be different this year, but I'm excited to not have to stress about finals and having two midterms. And I'm excited to be home with my dogs and my family and you know, have one last summer before another year and then I graduate but what other plans do you have for summer? Right now my summer looks like I'm gonna spend the week in Oregon and then I'm gonna come back and I'm going to continue nannying. Um, I was a nanny last summer and absolutely loved it. The best job I've ever had. I take care of a six-year-old who is amazing, light of my life. So we're gonna have tons of fun with that. Lots of parks, lake days, you know, just good six-year-old entertainment things. So yeah, very excited, very pumped. I love hanging out with children and getting paid for it, it's super fun. I feel like you can learn so much from children and also like they're relying on you to be their friend and their mentor and to like guide them during these times, even though like, you know, they're their own persons, but it's cool to have an impact on them and for them to have an impact on you. Um, What else is going on in our lives? Other than, oh, we're moving out at the end of the school year and we're moving in with each other and we're going to have another roommate and there's going to be another roommate who's the cutest one that could ever exist and a little husky puppy. And um, I was obsessed the minute, the minute we met. But yeah, I'm really excited to be living with Tatiana. Next year's going to be interesting. I'm graduating. Tad's going to be going to Japan. Big things are happening. But what are you most excited for with 
the new living arrangement. I am very excited to live with Maddie and our other roommate Zane next semester. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm super pumped to have a dog in the house. That's going to be so exciting. Um, I'm also super excited to cook meals together, to bike to school together, because we live about, what, two minutes from campus. So that's going to be tons of fun. Very pumped to decorate. I think it's going to be an awesome living situation. Very excited. And then I'm super pumped to head off to Japan. That's going to be a crazy experience. I've got a lot of learning to do until then. Lots of teaching myself Japanese. So yeah, it'll be a good experience. Yeah, definitely got to get on that Rosetta Stone grind, but you'll learn a lot from like actually submersing yourself in that culture and I'm excited for you. But yeah, that is post all of the Husky love and attention. And (laughs) I just keep going back to the Husky. (laughs) But um, I'm excited to give updates on living with the Husky because I know that they're known for like, you know, talking a lot and for needing a lot of attention and activity. And I think that's a perfect combo for Tat and I because we both love going out on walks and hanging with furry friends and everything. So it'll be a fun switch up from the two cats I've been living with this past year and then the two little rat dogs I have at home. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to like get to know your roommates and their pets and just the different personalities that make up the home. So we have that to look forward to in the future. And yeah, we'll still give you guys updates and podcasts in the future. But for now, we're going to talk a little bit with the Vice President of Sustainability Council, Blake. And she's going to talk to us about sustainability and expanding it past just the environment. Today we have on Blake Poole. She is the Vice President of Sustainability Council and a kinesiology major at CMU. Today, Blake's going to talk about holistic health and how we can be more socially and personally sustainable. Hi, (laughs) thanks for having me. (laughs) Of course. So to start off, can you just like give us a gist of what you do with Sustainability Council as vice president and like what you guys are working on? Um, So I'm the vice president of Sustainability Council. That really just entails a lot of event planning and outreach within organizations on our campus so we reach out to places and organizations like um, GSA, BSA, we've partnered with CIC, the music education program. We're just really trying to expand who is involved within sustainability because it tends to be one type of person and it tends to be more that like granola hippie type, uh, generally white individual. So we're trying to diversify the involvement within the outdoor and sustainable community. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. What does social and personal sustainability mean to you? So within the like entire field of sustainability, um, there are multiple aspects. Most people tend to focus on the environmental aspect, um, just because organizations like the Sierra Club and Greenpeace have kind of directed it that way. Um, But sustainability really just means making something last longer and last more durably and equitably, I guess. Um, So I specifically joined Sustainability Council because I'm interested in social and personal sustainability and improving the lives of our neighbors and friends and just people we interact with every day. Um, And social and personal sustainability relates to the medical field and like me going into physical therapy. 
because there's a lot of injustices towards those lower income communities and lacking access to um, services that they need to really just live out their like full potential in their full lives. Um, I'm going to tell a story real quick. So um, in my high school I was on the cross-country team and it was a very diverse high school. I believe it's the most diverse one in Colorado, Denver South High School. And um, there were a lot of Ethiopian athletes who were lower income and could not access affordable physical therapy care, although they were the best on our team and definitely could have had full rides to college, were unable to access those full rides simply due to injury and not affording the care that they need. Um, so the reason that I entered this field is definitely to kind of gear my efforts towards communities like that and towards kids um, getting those opportunities to go to college and getting those opportunities to run and enjoy their lives and like live to, up to their full potential, as cheesy as that sounds. <laughs> um, so yeah, my overall goal is to open a clinic that has lower priced services, if possible free, um, completely covered by insurance or donations and stuff like that. And I chose physical therapy because it has a personal connection and it's super interesting to me, but yeah. <laughs> And it's like very holistic to look at it from multiple aspects. Yeah. Like you said, when people think of sustainability, they think just about the environment, but it's so much more than that. For people that aren't aware of the different sections of sustainability, how would you give them an overview of that in how they all intertwine together? Um, so really, they all rely on one another to fully function. Um, I think Dr. Casey describes it like a triangle, like. You have the corners that all build each other up and then they create the whole that is just a better functioning society. So for social and personal sustainability, it really just comes down to like how can we uplift these communities to make the outdoor community more accessible, to make it better, to make it cleaner? How can we prevent things like um, environmental injustice from happening to those lower income communities, well first you have to start by helping uplift them on a social level and then you can get there. And then um, personal is just, like I said, like how can I make this better? We can't always rely on the collective even though that is the end goal. So you have to uplift yourself to uplift others and it just it really just goes in a circle like that. I think it's important to know that your individual impact does have a lot of say in yeah, sure. like what goes into this world. I just think it's so like, like you said, so important that you start from the social aspect um, before you go into the environmental aspect when it comes to like low income people, just so you could, like you said, you know, hit the different bases first. That story you said about uh, the people from your high school, that's yeah. crazy that mm -hmm. these athletes were just denied continuing their athletic journey just because of physical therapy. Yeah, and really, like, the part that made me the maddest was can, they couldn't continue their educational journey. Like, yeah. that was their in to get those yeah. scholarships and to get that, like, affordability without loads and loads of debt and a lot of family triumph, for sure. Mm -hmm. oh, I feel like we always have to bring it back to the pandemic, but with everything happen happening with COVID-19 and not having adequate medical care for people and like kind of seeing a system crumble, like 
the concept of um, having to pay like thousands and thousands of dollars to receive medical care out of pocket is so extreme to me, but we're not gonna talk about that. Um, I was just wondering how you thought the pandemic would either change people's perspectives with personal sustainability and how all of, you know, all of the different points of the triangle like you addressed earlier. Do you think it's gonna make a difference? Do you think we're gonna like start to bounce back from how we've been treating each other in the world? I mean, I would definitely hope so. I honestly, sadly think that COVID-19 and the pan pandemic was a step backwards. We were making such great process and being more accepting and helping those communities in need. And we were going away from that us them kind of culture. And then COVID-19 hit and it was like every man for themselves. Like, I don't care about my neighbor anymore. I need to be safe. And that's a survival trait, but we've gone through so much history and we've gone through so much. Like we shouldn't be at that survival trait anymore. We should understand throughout countless, countless examples that that's not a good way to act and it's not beneficial for the whole, just like I said, with like holistic health. Like you need to have that healthy environment. You need to have the healthy personal mindset and lifestyle. And then you need to have the healthy community to go with it. It's just, they all go together, but the pandemic has definitely, it seems, separate those to a further extent. I think we'll rebound stronger than ever. That's my hope. <laughs> I think with Gen Z coming into positions of power also and the awareness that this generation has with social media and also sustainability, I would say, at least from my feeds, but you know, we're all implicitly biased with what we follow and everything. But I do have hope, but it, it's also sad to think about the quarantine that we had to go through, how that was like more than just physical mm -hmm. and how we like guarded ourselves against other people and like help. And I feel like we all went through it this past year, but you know, it's more of a like, oh, it was so hard for me when so many other people are going through so many worse things. And like, this isn't something that's new with inequality and especially like the medical care system in the United States. So I think it's important to hope for better, but keep ourselves reliable. Yeah, we gotta hope for better and like get to work. <laughs> There's a lot of action that needs to happen. Keep the, the fire within going because it really leads to change. The quarantine and this past year of everyone being, you know, completely isolated or somewhat isolated depending on their situation. It makes you wonder like what happened with all these organizations that were helping low income mm -hmm. um, people and you know, what happened like at least back home in the Fort Collins area, like we saw the homeless population there almost just like disappear. And so I was wondering like, like what happened with all of this, you know? There were like, I feel like I tend to focus on the negative because it's like, it's easy to, <laughs> but there were several organizations that really stepped up when the pandemic hit and they did amazing work. Um, I'm gonna plug Mutual Aid Grand Junction because they really kicked some butt. <laughs> they were able to increase their donations to hand out to the houseless community by like double. Um, they gained like an intense amount of volunteers. I went, I think, one time and my perspective on the entire pandemic was kind of changed because I was like, there are still good people and we just have to come together collectively 
and mutually help one another. That is what mutual aid is for. Mm -hmm. That's so important during this time when everyone is isolated by themselves or with their family or they're just thinking about their life and what's important to them. But like you said, it, it takes, you know, getting out of that only me viewpoint and helping others and realizing that a pandemic doesn't mean we have to just completely isolate ourselves. It means we can still help each other. And it's just important to be there for other people and know that there are other people that could always use your resources or your help or your mindset if that's what it takes. I feel like COVID and quarantine caused us not only to be socially and personally selfish, but also environmentally selfish because of all of the waste that we were producing. It's just like, it all comes full circle. And like, like you said, with a triangle, all those three points, quarantine just kind of messed with all of that, I feel like. Throughout the pandemic, we've definitely gotten worse when it comes to like using more waste and more products and disposable things. Um, so the next time that you go out and you want to get some food, maybe eat there or bring, you can bring your own utensils as well. And that's one less plastic fork and one less plastic knife. As much as that seems like it's not that much, it really adds up. Thank you so much to Blake for coming on the podcast. Um, it was great to hear her stance on social and personal sustainability. I definitely think it's something we should all think about and take with us into our daily life. Now we're gonna move on to our food, fashion, and product of the week segments. To start off, I think we're gonna start talking about palm oil, which is part of our food segment. As I try to become more sustainable in my own life, um, I try to do things like cut out meat, which is a really big way that you can decrease your ecological footprint. Another way that I'm trying to be more sustainable is by decreasing my palm oil consumption. And by doing so, I try to be conscious of what palm oil is in. So I know that it's in a lot of products and it's also in a lot of foods. I have a list here of some of the everyday products that have palm oil in them. And food-wise, pizza dough, instant noodles, ice cream, butter, chocolate, cookies, and packaged bread all contain palm oil. And then as far as products, just to give you guys a little insight, um, lipstick, shampoo, detergent, diesel fuel, and soap contain palm oil. And I know that palm oil is in a variety of products, but it looks like those are the most, the most popular ones. So it's important to look at the different products that you're buying in store. Look at the ingredients list and see if palm oil is is in uh, what you're buying. But palm oil is kind of, I don't know, dare I say sketchy, because it is listed under different names on the ingredients list. So most commonly, it's called vegetable fat or vegetable oil on the ingredients list. But there, I looked uh, online and there's a number of other names that it goes by. So if you guys want to look that up and look for yourself and see what products you're using and what foods you're buying that have palm oil in them and try and avoid that as much as possible. That's a great way to reduce your ecological footprint. Maddie, what is your stance on palm oil? Tell me everything you know, all your thoughts. Thank you, Tatiana. I want to talk a little bit more about palm oil and my experiences with it and what I know about it. I first heard about how damaging getting palm oil was for our environment because a lot of the deforestation that occurs 
a lot of the rainforests are cut down for palm oil, so that's why it's good to distance yourself from products that put palm oil in it, especially if they're not sourced sustainably, which means that like trees are getting planted equally as much as they're getting torn down. But basically, my rule of thumb for palm oil is like if it's a packaged cookie or chip or something, most of the time it's going to have palm oil in it. So if you go towards more like fresher ingredients and less of what's bagged on the shelves at the grocery store, you'll do a lot better at avoiding products that have palm oil in them. Palm oil is used for a lot, so it's important to know what impact it has on our environment. And speaking of impact on our environment and deforestation, a really cool fashion company called Tentree is doing really sustainable things. The company's goal is to plant 1 billion trees by 2030, and they do this by planting 10 trees for every item sold on their website. So if you go to Tentree, T-E-N-T-R-E-E, you can go on their Instagram, they have other social medias too, but they are a fashion company that sells hoodies, shirts, they also like sell so many different kinds of clothing options. And they are also partnering with um, other companies that are working with sustainable production and they recently had a partnership with Mental Health Awareness Month where they did a line of clothing it raised awareness and money for mental health organizations. So I think Tentree is a really cool company. I haven't personally bought anything from them, but I've been meaning to. It's not because I don't support them. It's just because I'm a poor college student. But I think their business is super logical. And I think that they care for the environment. And their goal to plant a billion trees by 2030 is really cool. And they're actively combating issues like deforestation and making sure that all of their products are of good material and they have a good backbone to their business. So if you guys want to check out Tentree on Instagram, it's T-E-N-T-R-E-E and they make sustainable essentials. And yeah, so you can check out their feed, see what they're doing and what kind of collections they're launching because they keep their stuff relatively new and really interesting business to check out so for our product of the week we're gonna look at grocery stores still and instead of looking at the shelves we're gonna be looking at what we have around our arms and in our carts and we're gonna talk about reusable grocery bags so there's so many different reusable grocery bags you can usually buy them at every store I've seen you can buy them at the checkout counter you can get insulated ones, you can get big ones, small ones, it really depends on what's best for you, but this is where the future is going and where we need to be. Not only is it better to reuse your own grocery bags, but there's also laws coming into play around the country where you have to pay for plastic bags, so you're saving money when you're using reusable bags. In places like Sprouts, you can even get a bag credit so when you bring your own reusable bags for each one used you get five cents off of your purchases it's super sustainable to have reusable grocery bags and there's also reusable bags that you can use for your fruits and your vegetables and these are like little knitted bags so there's a lot to keep in mind but you can personalize it however much you want you can order bags online get them at the store the convenience is yours, and it's definitely where society is going is reusable bags. Personally, I have the issue where 
I have the goal to buy reusable bags when I go into the grocery store. But every time I go, I forget and I just come home with all of these plastic bags and just have to stuff them under my sink, you know, to use them as like trash can liners or something like that. Um, and I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. And I see that Maddie, every time we go to Sprouts, she brings her reusable bags and she's just being super sustainable and I need to follow in her footsteps. So that is my goal over the summer is to buy some reusable bags so that next semester I can, you know, go to the grocery store and stop just collecting Safeway or city market bags because it's terrible for the environment. It only grows my ecological footprint. So yeah, it's a goal of mine. Hopefully you guys also do the same thing. Yeah, I love your honesty. That's happened to everybody where they either forget their bags or, you know, they just didn't bring them one time and it sucks to have to accumulate all those bags for either like trash can liners or whatever you want to use them for to like repurpose into something else. But it's just easier to cut back on that completely. And yeah, you just feel better for the environment. And also you get deals. You don't have to pay for potential taxes for the bags. 100% watch out for (laughs) reusable bags. It's just the active steps of you improving your sustainability and your lifestyle, and that's what matters. So you guys can purchase these bags online. You can get them at the store, whatever is best for you. So uh, thank you guys for listening to everything that we talked about this episode. It was so great to have Blake on our show and to hear some of her experiences and her motivations with sustainability and also looking at palm oil, why we should avoid it, how we should avoid it, and the company Tentree, what they're doing, their policies, and also reusable grocery bags and like those little fruit and vegetable reusable bags that you can get too. We talked about a lot of interesting stuff and I'm really excited for next episode. It's going to be our last episode for this season, if you can call it that. And we're going to be interviewing a CMU environmental science alumni, Ben DiNardo, about nuclear energy, where it's been, where it's going, and at the end we'll compare it to other energy sources. And that'll be a pretty science-y episode, so I'm excited for that. And yeah, we'll see you guys then. See ya.